Welcome to the Michael Myers Minute, where we delve into the 1978 horror classic Halloween one minute at a time. I'm your host, Robert Black. Now, the first two minutes of Halloween are nothing but awesome music and nice visual with the jack-o'-lantern and the main title sequence. So, while a lot of the episodes of this podcast will just be me talking about Halloween, we might include a guest now and then. These first two minutes, you're going to hear pieces of a sort of candid conversation between me and two of my sisters after we watch the film yet again. See, the thing is, we grew up on Halloween. Hi, I'm Bobby. I first saw this movie when I was eight years old in 1978, which means I've been watching it way too many times for 40 years. Hi, I am Brooke. I don't remember the first time I saw it, but I was young, I can tell you that. Um, And Michael Myers has played a big role in my life. I remember seeing it in a theater. I can't imagine. But I don't know if I made that up. You you may have been at the drive-ins. Well, no, regular theater, but it was re-released each year. So it could have been later. It had to be a re-release because you were only two in 1978. But by the time the second one came out, I had seen it. Well, I saw it in the theater more than once, and I remember I saw a double feature with the movie Motel Hell. Okay, I don't think I saw it in the theater, but I remember seeing it at home, and I have a vague memory of something called On TV. On TV, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. On TV. Yep. It was kind of like an early cable, yep. and I remember being in our Mom, parents' it, room. It was in Mom and Dad's bedroom. In our parents' room. There was a TV room. in there? There yes, was a TV. that was where the on TV box was. And I don't I'm remember that. I'm pretty yeah. sure that is the first time I saw Halloween. I don't remember what year that would have been. And so I would have been also seven or eight when I first saw it. Yes, because she was born in 1973. And the second one came okay. out in 81, so I was five. I was 11. No, so I, I saw it by eight. the time I was five. Right now I live in the same city that the movie was filmed in, but at the time we lived in Pasadena. Most of the movie is filmed in South Pasadena. My mother immediately knew Michael's house. So after we saw the movie, we looked for the places where they filmed them. She knew exactly where Lori's house was because it's by the library. She knew where Michael's house was. I have never been scared of Michael Myers. I saw the movie when I was eight. And a couple years later, when they filmed Halloween 2, I met a bunch of people in the movie. And so I've just never really been scared of him. Except for one time on Halloween, when we were down at Michael Myers' house, no one ever lived in it after the movies were filmed. It was always boarded up and said no trespassing, but I was with my older sisters and a family friend, and we went in the front window because it wasn't boarded up like the door was, and it was as torn up as it is in the movie. Wallpaper peeling off the walls, and that was probably the only time I was actually ever scared was when we were in the house. There was a man outside who was dressed as Michael. He had on the green outfit and a mask. And he was probably, I was a little girl at the time, I was probably like 12 or 13, and he was too scared to go inside by himself. So he went in with us because he wanted to stand up in the window from what would look like the bedroom where he killed his older sister. So we went up the stairs and went into the bedroom and the family friend at the time actually had to go to the restroom and peed in the toilet even though it didn't work. And then when we were ready to leave, the guy who was dressed as Michael was too scared to stay in the house by himself, and he came (laughs) back out with us. So probably the only time that it 
that uh, I was ever scared because of Michael was when I was actually in that house, and that's because it looked a lot like it did in the movie and was kind of creepy. Not the tree. No, the tree, the tree did not scare me. Okay, so I was also at the house, and I stood on the porch. Wait, you went to the house? I was at the the house, and I was so creeped out that I could not go in. The house just gave off a vibe of evil. There was just something scary about it, and I could not go inside the house, even though it's a movie and it's made up, and this was just a house where they filmed this movie. There was a tree in a house that we knew people who lived in South Pasadena. A block from the house. A block, a block from the actual house where they filmed. And so there was a tree that it made a profile and looked like a man was standing there, right? Like you could see a shoulder and a side of him. Yeah. And so for years, the city of South Pasadena freaked me out. It was just, (laughs) it was creepy. Michael lived there. He was probably behind that tree and we would drive up and he would just stand behind that tree. And I'm just waiting for him to like come out and walk out from that tree and get me. When did the fourth film come out? You were talking about South Pasadena being scary. And I think that movie made me not as afraid of South Pasadena. Mm. Even though I was 12 and should have known better by then. That it was filmed somewhere right. else. That was Michael filmed, Myers yeah, wasn't here in South right. Pasadena. Well, no, because those were filmed in Salt Lake City, Utah. Right. right. Well, I don't care where they no, were filmed. They true. weren't filmed here, so he was gone. It's true. Yeah. Got to interrupt quickly because it's worth noting that while we started talking, Bobby had put out a bunch of decorative things on the coffee table. And, well... Bobby, would you like to describe the memorabilia you have? <laughs> okay, so since I saw this movie first when I was eight... She was born in 19... 19- <laughs> she felt it important to tell that since I said what year she was born in. Um, I was born in 76 for the record. <laughs> Which means, you know, I am 48. That's I don't care if anybody knows that. I have been obsessed with this movie for many years. And I, I do have a lot of memorabilia. I do have a Michael Myers mask that you can wear. Which is creepy. I have action figures of Michael when he was young in his clown costume and when he's older. I also have a Michael bobblehead which I got on Universal City Walk. I also have a small Michael mask that's in a jar and probably the, one of the funniest mm. things that I own is a snow globe with uh, the scene from the movie where she is sitting in front of the couch and Michael jumps up behind her and stabs the couch and then she gets him with the knitting needle. Instead of snow, it's red, like it's blood. So that, that snow globe usually makes people laugh. But I do have all of that out. I brought it all out. because and, and it's not like that's in like boxes or anything. That is all stuff that is just out around my apartment. Was that all in your bedroom, like that jack-o'-lantern? That is, all that is in my bedroom, except for the bobblehead, which is in the living room because it sits on the bookshelf. We'll get to yeah. this in a later minute, but... <laughs> You can see the Wallaces all of her have stuff. a jack o' lantern by their bed. They do, which we yeah. found strange watching which the film I find today. Weird. Now, ostensibly, we're talking about the first minute of the movie, which mm-hmm. is just opening credits. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. curious mm-hmm. first, or when Yablans, the guy who came mm-hmm. up with the idea of the babysitter right. murders, let's see if you've seen any of these other movies. Mm-hmm. He made produced Halloween, mm-hmm. under Compass International, Taurus Trap, Nocturna, Granddaughter of Dracula, Roller Boogie. Daytime ended, fade to black, Blood Beach, which I know we've all seen. Blood Beach, yes. And Hell Night. Hell Night. I want to say that sounds familiar, but I don't remember. Maybe. Our mother, for for years, or when we were growing up, was way more liberal with her movie. Yeah. Right. Who would let their 
Who would let their eight-year-old go see? Okay, here's the thing. My mother, I turned eight in July, and my mother took me in 1978 to see Halloween. And Is that I because she didn't fine. have a babysitter or because she thought you could I'm assuming, it? well, no, my father would have I also think it's because we had older siblings, and Maybe. we saw a lot of things that our older sisters were seeing. And we saw Porky's. I mean, oh, we saw yeah. our mother got Porky's and we watched we it all together. Were, she was so more, I don't know if she was liberal or just didn't care. Nowadays, she won't watch a movie. For the listeners, there were seven children, six sisters, yes. and me. I'm the youngest. So there was a lot, so of, a lot of time. Us. So the youngest of us had siblings that were teenagers when we were little. So we had older siblings, and so I think we were just included in what happened to the older siblings. And I, I saw don't think Beach also in the for theater. some reason our mother liked the Halloween series. She did. She did. She thought it was scary. Nowadays, she would never watch a movie with sex or nudity in it. I think she liked Porky's. I think back in the day, for some reason, I don't know. She was a lot more easygoing. She's right. not anymore. Porky's so, is directed by the same person who made a Christmas story. It is a innocent film. Yeah. <laughs> It happens to involve sex. No, but there's a penis sticking outside of a hole, and it's hilarious. But anyway, I'm pretty sure I saw Blood Beach. I don't think I saw Blood Beach in the theater, but I I know I saw it because I particularly I remember when the like rapist is laying in the sand and the thing bites off his penis, basically. Well, good. That's what I remember from (laughs) that. I don't remember the plot of Blood Beach, but I remember (laughs) that. Every rapist should have their penis bitten off. By whatever was in Blood Beach. I, I don't, don't remember care. what it was. Whatever. I just I remember, remember that happened. I don't remember what was under there either. People just got pulled He screams the in the sand. He gets up and there's blood all over. It was just like Motel Hill I saw in a double feature with Halloween. And the only thing I really remember are the people that are buried in the ground and their heads are outside. And that they go movie over. I've seen more recently. I'm they go sure. over them with a right? with a No, that's a cannibal movie, blade. right? Yes. Yeah, they make and them they in the... Make, uh, and they serve them Killing people and then using them for food and eating them. That is one thing I don't like in horror movies. I can handle as a child. No, no, no. I can handle cannibalism. Thank you. (laughs) So can I. Um, One thing that annoys, you know, I can handle almost anything in a horror movie, but I I don't like blades that cut people up. When you see it? Yes. The Motel Hell, they, you know, because their throats are cut out. So only their heads are out of the dirt and they're like, you know, and then this like tractor thing goes over them. Do you even see that? I don't remember seeing it. Yes, the old guy's driving the tractor. That doesn't mean you see anything. Okay, well, I just, I remember it. (laughs) There's a guy in a tractor, so we must see it. Obviously it affected me. I'm how old now and I remember that scene. But we're not talking about Motel Hell or uh, Michael Myers actually takes his name from the guy who distributed with Urban Yablans, the guy we're talking about, Compass Mm -hmm. International, uh, distributed Assault at Precinct 13, John Carpenter's previous film and not in the Europe. canadian actor no not mike, mike Myers. Myers. so we the first credit we've already said a compass international film that's mm-hmm. your winner blends the guy who came up with the idea of the babysitter murders the second one is mm-hmm. mustafa mustafa Akkad Akkad. presents the the sad thing with mustafa is that he died in a terrorist bombing while at a hotel in amman with his, jordan with, with his, his daughter. daughter they were there for a wedding his daughter died instantly and he died a couple of days later of his injuries uh, he was a huge mike uh, mm. any interview you saw he was a obviously loved halloween and michael 
So a lot of that came later. The first movie, he barely was involved. All right. Well, okay. he was working well, on two other movies. Twenty five years later, he was a, he mm-hmm. was a huge fan and and just mm-hmm. awful that he and his daughter. Died Supposedly, though, the the story doesn't make any sense because it says he was working on a movie with Laurence Olivier, which he didn't produce a movie with Laurence Olivier. I love Laurence Olivier. But it says he was working on a movie with Laurence Olivier that was costing three hundred thousand a day. And then he hears from John Carpenter that he wants to like John Carpenter says three hundred thousand can make this movie. Mustafa, in a, two different interviews I've seen, has like thought that move it's bad when the amount is too low or too high for a budget. But this was like the amount he was spending per day on some other movie he was working on. So he said yes, and he went with it. But otherwise, he wasn't involved. He was busy making a movie called The Message and a movie called Lion in, uh, Lion in Winter. Once this movie was popular, he got very involved, and he was important in producing it up until his death, and then his son... Right. Malik took over and has been producing up until the one that's coming out this year. Yeah. The remake. Or not remake. The sequel. I don't know what you call the new one because it's, it's a sequel, sequel to the original. It's a sequel to the original. But it's ignoring the previous reboot with H2O. Right. Well, it's an, it, it's ignoring Halloween 2. It's, it's ignoring apparently. everything but the first one. So it's a sequel from the first. Because Just, if, there, if he only it's killed... It's like a second If reboot. he only killed three 40, people like in the line, then he never killed all the people in Halloween 40 years two. later. It's H40. Right, it's H40. Did H2O come out 20 years ago? Yes. It doesn't seem that old. H2O came out. I understand it came out 20 years ago. after, but it it's doesn't 20, seem like it was that yeah, long no, ago. It's 40 years. H4O. So this is it's, H40. It's 40 year anniversary. H4O. But the title for the new one we'll is just Halloween, right? We'll be going to see this movie right? together and having a big party. As far as I've seen. And so the budget was $300,000 plus another 20000 that went to Donald Pleasance, which I believe is the next credit in the movie. Uh, Donald Pleasance Amazing. Inn. Donald Pleasance did his part in five days? Five days, yeah. He, he filmed his part. He was also not the original that they wanted. They wanted Peter Cushing. They wanted Peter Cushing coming off of Star Wars. Christopher Christopher Lee. Lee. Or Christopher Lee. Both who turned it down because it wasn't enough money, even though it's $20,000 for five days. But could you imagine anybody but Donald Pleasance playing the part? Not now. But I have also seen a weird horror movie later also starred Donald Pleasance. Is it Prince of Darkness? Because that's a John Carpenter film. Is it Prince of Darkness? He's in that. Maybe. And Donald Pleasance is in it. Yeah. And it's not very good. That's not Prince of Darkness, though. Oh. Well, maybe. Okay, you two you don't might, always agree. You might on disagree what's on whether Prince. Is this a place in a church and deals with Satan? Yes, yes. That's Prince of Darkness. Okay. Yes. So, and I was watching it. and I was like, "Hey, that's Donald Pleasant. Yes. And he's in Halloween. And this movie is not as good as Halloween. Oh, it's not as good as Halloween. No, but it no, is good. It's not. But I was like, "Hey, not many movies are as good as Halloween. No, but <laughs> you know, for some, like, why did Halloween work so well? I mean, you're talking about a movie that had hardly any budget, a small movie, low budget. It, nobody actors but uh, not why? much of a director he'd only made two features i think it's because it was actually scary and not bloody halloween 2 but was what a was lot bloody before bloody. it prior to 1978 what was the bloody we thing? didn't have i don't think that's friday the 13th was after friday 13th was after right like a year after yeah right? it was a, it, you also, sean cunningham think, specifically made friday, friday 13th, 13th in response to right, halloween to right. the, well if you think about it i mean how much blood you see a little bit of blood on when he kills his sister on her breast when she falls but when yeah. he when he kills annie you don't see blood. you don't see any blood it was honest, Bob, it was no. honestly scary what well, takes its time it's an hour and a half long, right. and we see what four people die. Uh, the 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 sister, the man that he got the outfit from. We don't see him die. We don't see him die. Oh, okay. Although I think there's blood on him. There is blood on. There him. is blood. But Judith, then Judith, Annie, then Annie, Bob, then Linda. Bob, Linda. That's it. Four. Yeah. None of it is bloody. None of it is. It's not a slasher film. It's not like no. 
Well, you know. it is a slasher um, films don't exist yet when no. Halloween comes. Because he kills them, in we see it, and it's like, okay, he stabbed them. He well, stabbed. He, he slits he Annie's throat, throat but you don't see blood the, coming. But there's a whole other section where she gets to see what he did. Yeah, she sees Annie on the bed. Right. Sees so the, she gets to see Annie, sees Bob, Bob sees and Annie, Bob, Linda. Linda, Linda in this tableau of what he wanted her of to dead see. Bodies, yeah. Like he, <laughs> he stuck it. I mean, he created this thing. He didn't just kill them like bye. Yeah, he's not just he, killing people. He wants he her to see a, this is right. the thing he made. And there's his, no blood. Yet when he stabs tombstone. her for the rest of the movie, she's got blood on her arm. And her his not sister, right? His, <laughs> his sister's yeah. tombstone, right? Which was yes. stolen earlier, is on the bed with Annie. So he planned this entire thing. So he's not just some crazy He knew what he was doing. Right. He knew what he was doing. Which he had act, like I'm gonna go steal my sister's All because tombstone, she put the key under right? the door. And then I'm gonna kill this the woman. Tomb- the mat on the, the door. tombstone suggests much more planning than either mindless evil or Lori's brother or right. Curse of the Thorn you know sixth movie Sam Payne novelization right. when John Carpenter made right. the first one did he yes. know he was going to make the second one and no. make her he didn't sister. want to make a second one but no. when they said they wanted a second one he no. wanted to do it so no okay, one else so the, the Judith Myers thing is kind of bizarre because I would have thought that if he knew he was going to make her the sister later no the Judith no. Myers tombstone would have made more sense he just went and got his sister's even one tombstone. of the TV scenes where Michael has carved the word sister in his cell on the door yeah. was filmed when they were making Halloween 2 when they already knew from the script that so he, if, John, if John Carpenter didn't know he was going to make Halloween 2 then that is kind of bizarre that he wrote the, the scene where he goes and takes the Judith Myers thing because that's his sister it. why would you think he would put his right. sister above over, Annie over Annie why is he taking the gravestone at all because Annie was not having sex well, which, she was going to she was she going to get with, Paul yeah. she, she was going no to but on. she did not which is, as opposed which is, to Lynn Linda, who actually did have sex. Kind of what makes it scary right. is that there's no explanation for what right. he no. does. There is no explanation. Within the context of the first film, right. there is no explanation of who Michael is, why he is Which the way makes he him is. scarier. You right. don't know what he's doing or why until the second like, one. When they having seen sister, many slasher films in the last 40 years, sense. the ending isn't even that big a deal that, oh yeah, he's alive still after being shot a bunch of times. But at the time, in 1978, this is a new thing that this guy has mm-hmm. no explanation for why he's killing even horror films like this in the previous years since like Psycho in 1960. Mm-hmm. They dealt with psychology to explain the killer. The killer right. is this way so because of his Halloween mother. So if Halloween was released today they would, as it is, would it do as well? Or would they have to explain If it, it didn't already exist? No. They'd have to explain it more. That's so, why the Rob Zombie remake goes through an entire childhood. Right. Trying and explains explain who he is. Michael Myers and how he's bullied yeah. and how he's mistreated by his parents and I his sister. I liked the first Rob Zombie. The second one was a little bizarre. I like the Rob Zombie movies are fine if you ignore the the other movies that I like the before. guy who got to play Michael getting into I the fact that playing. I love slasher films and horror mm-hmm. films and everything the thing I loved about Rob Zombie's movies is that the murders were especially brutal yes and they felt they were horrible they were more brutal and I than liked the original that. <laughs> no he was way more brutal Rob Zombie has said that the reason that he did the remake was because people had become too used to Michael he wanted to make Michael scary again. right and the guy who he got to be Michael was this huge giant 
giant, big, giant yeah. man of a creature, although thing who just unlike like Jason and Kane Hodder, right? In the Friday the Thirteenth series, I don't know if Michael needs to be physically imposing. The fact that he doesn't have to be physical. The fact he just stands there and doesn't care and what you're doing it because matters. if he has a knife and he can kill you, it doesn't yeah. matter how tall he is. Or like I was listening to the commentary track last night, and they're talking about when Annie dies. Uh, Nancy Loomis is acting the crap out of that scene mm. and like being strangled. All Nick Castle is doing is Michael right then is just holding her throat lightly in yeah. production, like behind the scenes. He's barely holding her. Yeah, she's doing... putting all the effort into it. He yeah. doesn't have to right. do a thing other than to just be there. She's acting, yeah, Michael... with that mask. Okay, so you <laughs> want to hear a story about someone who grows up with horror movies, yes. right? So here I am, like the age of twenty, almost twenty-one. I'm out in field school, right, the desert of Utah, and I get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, which is a pit, hole in the dirt. She's in field school because you have what degree? An anthropology degree. So archaeology field school. Yeah. So I'm in the desert walking from my tent to the outhouse, which is just a pit, (laughs) middle of the night. So I've been watching Halloween, Friday the 13th, (laughs) all these horror movies all my entire life. I'm 20. I have a flashlight. I hear a noise. (laughs) <laughs> and I put the flashlight to the noise. And then I hear a noise over there. I put the flashlight to the noise over there. I hear another noise. I put the flashlight to the other noise. Like, I was seriously, like, I saw myself in the middle. This is a horror movie. This is a scene from a horror movie. And there's a killer. And he's going to kill And who's going to come again? Did she hear? Kill, kill. And I was like, I'm going to die. This is it. Like, I don't know what's happening. I think any time you go into the in in I went to college in Texas, and sometimes we'd go out drinking, and I, I went to a very small college in a very remote part of Texas, so everything around us was woods. So if you go out drinking, and you'd have to, you know, of course pee, you'd have to go into the woods, and so it was always a little bit bizarre because. Uh, not Michael per se, but Jason definitely. Right. You'd think you know, of him running through the woods. So there were. Just- there were some girls that were so scared. They're like, I'm not going to pee unless we all go. They wanted a group. Yeah. Now there's an actual perception of a killer that is coming to get you when you're alone in, in the, the dark. Woods. In the woods. And when, when you grow up on a movie not, like Halloween. But you hear a noise. And all of this. But you hear a noise and it's exactly like a scene you see in the movie. And you turn the flashlight to the noise. Sleepaway camp What's, and every other There's nothing there. In the I'm safe. You hear another noise. What's that? And I'm going to die right now because there's going to be a killer. But that was my Halloween slash Friday 13th moment of being in the desert all by myself growing up on these movies that terrified me with noises and being See, alone in that. These movies never terrified me. Which is why I'd always, if the girls needed someone to walk them to the woods to pee, I'd always be the first person to go with them. Yeah, I'm not going to. Talked about Donald Pleasance, who made twenty thousand dollars off the movie for five that's days. That's all. Oh my god, that's not all. What do you mean that's all? That's a. That was added to the budget of three hundred thousand. What the movie has made. We'll get to Jamie okay, Lee Curtis well, later. Okay, well he made a lot more probably for the other one. Uh, really? Jamie Lee Curtis only got eight thousand. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. She was nobody. I want this. But how much re- do you think no. she made for the new one? I want this well, recorded. But she was nobody at no, the time. I want she this was recorded. on a TV show. She was her mother's daughter. Yes, and she and her, her acting career was going stuff. nowhere. Yeah, she had she had literally just been dismissed from Operation Petticoat, though her last episode hadn't aired yet. We don't care. But she is the daughter of Tony Curtis and, and Janet Lee. Yes. yes. 
So Janet Lee is in Psycho and yes. is excellent and then dies in the infamous shower scene. And right? she's in H2O and has a funny line about there's a problem with the girls' showers. So she's the, the daughter of these two famous people. Yes. Right? Yes. Not just Janet Lee, but Tony Curtis. Yes. Um, who has to deal with being the child of famous actors. Yes, she was born at the uh, peak of both of their careers. Right. And so it was a whole thing. Is Halloween her first movie? Because it says... It's her first feature, yes. Right, but she was in TV. She was in TV. So she had done some acting. she, through her mother, had been offered the role in Exorcist, but her mother turned it down. Mm. Oh, there's another good movie. Exorcist is another whole movie. Wow, oh, she's going, she's being bold. She's saying The Exorcist is a good film. Oh, I... Okay, I loved The Exorcist. Everyone loves The Exorcist. I'm being sarcastic. Another movie. I love The Exorcist. She was not. That is a freaky movie, but it was not in it. I find it interesting that John Carpenter got Jamie Lee Curtis to do this because she is the daughter of Janet Lee, which was partly deliberate. But Janet Jamie Lee Curtis has not made her career. On horror movies, but I don't think Janet well, Lee did, did like either. Four in a right? Row. Janet Lee was an was, actress. Was Janet Lee considered a scream queen like Jamie Lee Curtis? No, scream no. queens didn't exist until Jamie Lee Curtis. She did other things besides. Oh yeah, Psycho. Right, it wasn't a thing because she's not in Halloween. I didn't look that up, but yes, right. But I mean, she was an actress above and beyond. Okay, Jamie Lee Curtis Psycho. in Scream Queens was hilarious. The TV right. show, yes. But I was sad when that was. Once she became. Funny. In Psycho, the woman who died in the shower. Yes. Then it became a thing. And so to have the daughter of Janet Lee, Which reportedly, Deborah Hill especially, liked. That was a good promotional element. Right. This is the in daughter of the girl in Psycho. story. And then you can come up with the idea of a scream queen. But Jamie Lee Curtis herself does not like horror movies. No. Nope. And I don't think Janet Lee did either. I don't know Psycho, if horror I movies were much of a... ruined her... Freaked out. It set her up as, like typecast as a victim. Right, and she did not like it. I don't think that was what she... Jamie Lee Curtis also sort of had that problem, but right. she got out of it But Jamie Lee did not you know, like and, the whole thing. You know, and to say for Jamie Lee Curtis, mm-hmm. she was excellent in Halloween. Oh, yeah. At the age of what? 19. 18. Uh, at the end, when she's walking back and forth between the houses and she's seeing her dead friends, one of the reasons that you are so scared that this movie is scary because she is because Jamie Lee Curtis is excellent. Yeah. And she's not even seeing Annie on the bed. That's We're set up later. For her. Exactly. Because, I mean, she's acting. She's not really scared of these things. No, she's just told be but scared. But, uh, you know, you are incredibly scared for this girl, you know, running back and forth. But you totally buy into her fear in the, in the end of this. She thought she wasn't that good. In the beginning. No. Yeah. She, she, she thought she was unattractive. Mm-hmm. She thought she wasn't good at actress. She's, we think of her as beautiful now. At the time, people didn't necessarily think of her as that. And her specific look comes Probably from... Probably everybody thought PJ Souls was the beautiful girl in Hollywood. Yes, and her previous two films had been mm. like sex comedies. And she was the one who was made to be the beautiful one with the boyfriend. And he, Jamie Lee Curtis was the homely babysitter Actually, who was good with kids. That's funny. I keep right? saying she was in sex comedies, but her last two movies were Carrie and The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. Uh, I was confusing PJ Souls with Sandy Johnson, who plays Judith Myers. Oh God, she's horrible and caring. I mean, well, she's, she's playing a horrible she's person. She's good and caring, but she's she's good as a horrible person. I don't remember her in the boy with the plastic bubble. But I remember her and caring. Anyway, anyway, as I was saying about Jamie Lee Curtis, alas, her look at the time wasn't necessarily seen as beautiful. 
part of the thing with her is her teeth were crooked. They were gray, and it was but came from was her mother's the... consumption of the antibiotic tetracycline she when she was yeah. pregnant. But she was also the, the good girl. What's it called? That survives the well, final girl, but. Final girl. That comes a lot later when Carol right. Clover writes an essay, her body first, was himself, and she her She kind of the first final girl. There was, she did not have sex that night. No, and she did. Right? She saw, yes, thank you. She Men, women, and chainsaws. She had a guy she was kind of into, but no, nothing ever happened. And he does. She obviously is a babysitter all the time. She's a good girl who's taking care of children, right? So she's preparing for motherhood. Once you say the good girl who doesn't have sex lives, no one cares because we're all going to just have sex. There's no serial killer to kill us. There's yes, no camp true. where there's a man that just... There's no serial killer. Just because you didn't go to that camp. The idea that if you have sex, you're going to die, that doesn't matter. Well, it didn't horror movie. Because that's not going to happen. Now, to finish out minute okay. one, what do you think of Nancy Loomis and PJ's Holes? The last two credits for minute one. Okay. okay. They're not the greatest actresses. I will say that I can quote both of them to this day. Right. That's more scripting than them, though. I... Yeah, but no, it's the way that they say it. But Especially even, Nancy Loomis. No, but even the two of them in other movies. They are not the greatest actresses, but I respect what they did in Halloween, and I quote them often. I can't tell you how many times I, I, I have said things like, no, no key, yeah. but please, please my Paul. And every time I say the word totally, I think their characters held up and were excellent for what was called for them. And then Annie, when she's talking to Paul on the phone, I think that conversation is hilarious and <laughs> flirty. And the I think that's all you think about. Yeah, like, that's all you think about. Well, why do we get down to do it again? Like, you know. I think it's sexy and I think it's fun and I think it's it's believable. Real. I think it's believable. Between a man and a woman, and he sounds sexy, and he sounds fun, and she's gonna, like, he finally got out, I'm gonna go pick him up, we're gonna have some fun, and I think Linda and Bob, them coming in from the van, I mean, I think all of it is believable, and fun, and teenagers, and sex, and I, th- I think it's yeah, for, excellent. For I, what it was, they were fine. Right. Whether they were the best performances. It, that doesn't, yeah, there was you no know, Oscars. Did, did Annie mean to sound, I mean, if you think about it, her tone is is just so bland. Right. Bland. At times. Well, there's just there's just no inflection in her voice for the actress. Bye. Like, you know. But well, her bye, yeah. Oh, no. hi, Paul. Right. You know, I, you know, I, I may have issues with I, the actress, but I, I quote her a lot. Right. But I think in the end, I think that they both did an excellent job that we still quote them mm. now. And we can still understand, like, what they went through. When they're being stabbed and what they're being <laughs> strangled. When they're being stabbed. Which is not I thought fun. You meant the actresses. No, I mean the, the characters. them acting. Annie this Orlando. is going nowhere. I think they're doing an excellent job in the end when they're selling their deaths. When they're killed. Oh yeah. And that's sad as they're teenage girls who they have lots of life to right. live. Right. In seventy eight they're normal teenage girls. And that's sad that it, they die now. You don't have to die because you're a slut. That's not a thing. Well, they're not necessarily sluts. No, but because you sleep with one guy. As far as we know, they're exclusive to Paul and Bob. (laughs) Which doesn't make you a slut. No such thing as a slut. People have sex with lots of different people. It doesn't matter. 
<laughs> you want to end on that? That is all for minute one. You can stalk us on Twitter at Myers Minute or join our Facebook group, 45 Lampkin Lane. Or if you just want some more of my thoughts about movies, head on over to GroundhogDayProject.com for 1,365 blog entries about movies. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a nice review if you like what you hear. Until next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.